Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Yo, what's up, guys? This is Jeremiah Watkins. You're listening to The Building Years. And to my left is... Justin Alexio. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Oh, no. That, that, that's You don't have to say anything else if you don't want to. Okay. I didn't have anything funny to say, so I was just like, I'll just say my name. Hey, that, that's enough. That's what the people... I mean, we're getting you're getting tweeted at about the show. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Uh, if you want to... Because I guess it's easy. I, I, it's way easier to tweet at us than send us an email. So tweet at Justin Alexio on Twitter or at Jeremiah Standup. Uh, tell us what you think about the podcast and we'll favorite it or retweet it or reply. We just want to start conversations with you guys. Yeah, that's what Twitter's for. It's a Twitterverse. So I think we might just give up on the email pretty soon here because nobody <laughs> sends us emails i mean sometimes people do we'll Every still check them if you want to write that long heartfelt thing about how much you want to bang me i'll read it and we'll read it on the air yes if, yes. You, if you are wanting to show your undying love for justin alexio <laughs> or myself i guess but it's probably gonna be you know all the all the little bitties gonna be hitting up justin B. yeah like, you, you like that dark chocolate <laughs> That caramel. <laughs> you, you say, say caramel. I say caramel. I Do say, you say caramel? I say caramel. Uh, caramel is definitely more sexy sounding That's than why caramel. I say it. But I say caramel. Oh god. But I also I... still say pop. Oh, you're like, from the I, Midwest. I pop. Yeah, I, I say I soda. You say it like that. <laughs> Could so- I get some soda? <laughs> Could I get some soda down here at the bar? Dude, I gave up soda one year, one year for Lent. And uh, I've never, I don't drink it anymore. Claude's really? like, it's bad for me. And I gave it up 40 days. I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to erase all this hard work. One year, when I was 13, dude, I gave, or no, no, I was like 16. I gave up jacking off for 40 days. How did that go? It was hard. It was, it was. Literally, guys, for 40 days, it was hard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I was just, dude, because I was in the height of my uh, jacking off thing. So yeah. it, it was it was rough. I think I'd watched 40 Days and 40 Nights and was, like, uh, inspired. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Dude, Josh, what happened to Josh Hartnett? Dude, that's, I don't know. I mean, people just I, I haven't seen him in a while. But what happened to JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Oh, dude. Because that guy was a teen heartthrob as well. He was in all these movies. He was in Home Improvement. Uh, I think one of the last movies that he was in was I'll Be Home for Christmas or something. Yeah. But what happened to him? You fall, you fade away in this town. <laughs> should, should we look on IMDb? Yeah. You know what? I have my laptop today, yeah. guys. We have a new uh, tech center <laughs> <laughs> part of this podcast. Uh, w- one time when um, I was younger, my friend and I had this bet to see how long uh we could go without masturbating and uh how old we went you? like mm, we were like this is like in college i think i think this is we were 18 or 19 and uh Jesus. we wanted to see how long we could go and we went like a month and a half and then we just cuz we were seeing who would break first okay. or bust first and uh 
were like, hey, can we just call this off? And then the other one's like, yeah, I'm so glad you said that. And really? we just called it off. I but it was just, like it was like at least a month and a half or I don't think it's healthy, man. Two months. It's not healthy. No. Dude, well, I feel I, like you start having those crazy dreams. You start having those crazy dreams and you start just being like hurr, hurr, hurr. like I get I get crazy. Like a ravenous <laughs> wolf, is that what that impression was? <laughs> a ravenous animal that thinks anything is well, here's the thing. Whenever I wasn't masturbating for that period of time there was like moms coming into starbucks and stuff that i was like thinking were attractive and i'm like i shouldn't be thinking these moms are attractive yeah they're not that attractive yeah you're just like i want to fuck everything <laughs> wait so happens. wait this is in la this was in la yeah <laughs> why <laughs> don't you got more important stuff to be worried about jeremiah than some dick competition uh, well it kept me actually even more, more focused. focused okay Look at you, double stored. I found out what happened to Jonathan Taylor Thomas. What happened? All right, so... Is there a Wikipedia article or something? There is. 05, he was on UPN's high school detective drama, Veronica Mars. Then did not work for eight years and did a guest star on ABC's Last Man Standing where he played Tim Allen's son. It's probably why he got the role. So basically, not really working anymore. He's only 32. Oh boy. Wow, he's only 32 and he's just not working right now? This says break, 2006 to 2013. Probably means he couldn't get any roles. Dude, can you imagine for if you are on a hit show for a while and then you have a seven-year funk or an eight-year funk, how depressing that would be? Because as actors out here and comedians, really all we want to do is work. And if everybody's telling you, you can't work, <laughs> that's got to be super, super depressing. Yeah, dude. I mean, dude, his Wikipedia article doesn't even have a picture of him. What? He's irrelevant now. That's insane. Yeah. John, oh, well. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> right now, we support you and yeah, we encourage buddy. your career because we liked what you did on Home Improvement and Man of the House and so many other things. That we, I can't. Mi- we miss you. <laughs> we miss you. Uh, so how was your week, Jeremiah? Dude, it was good, buddy. Uh, I had um, some interesting shows this week. I saw uh, Edge of Tomorrow, actually, with uh, with Tom Cruise. And I, it was actually really good. Oh, how was that, dude? I love Tom Cruise. Dude, this is the best futuristic movie I've seen him in in a long time. And I was, I've been upset with how many futuristic movies he's been doing lately. And I'm like, oh, I saw the trailer for this. I was like, oh, just another futuristic movie that Tom Cruise is in. And then I kept hearing how good it was. Yeah. And then I saw it, and it was as good as people said. I really enjoyed it. Dude, nice. Dude, I dude, I read this article from LA Weekly about the villa vilification, I think that's the word, of yeah. Tom Cruise. Like they're like, he fucked up uh by the Oprah Couch incident. Cause they're saying that was the beginning of his decline. Because people just started seeing him as crazy. And that's when he got uh, fired from whatever studio he was working with. So they're like, the the head of the studio was said, uh, we we do not support Tom Cruise committing voluntary career suicide. That's what he said in the media. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Just from the couch jumping incident. See, that's what is kind of scary about doing those public appearances and stuff like that. If you say the wrong thing, or you act, or you act in the wrong way. It can affect 
your career. Well, what's crazy? As, I think only as a serious actor, though. If he was a comedian and he did that, that wouldn't be a big deal at all. But since he's trying to be looked at as like an Academy Award yeah, nominated actor, yourself. has he been nominated for an Oscar or anything? I don't know. Dude, Leonardo DiCaprio hasn't won an Oscar, so I'm He's like, been nominated. Yeah. But yeah, he hasn't won. I was I was really surprised that he didn't win this uh this past time. Was it for Inception or No, this was for Wolf on Wall Street. Oh, Wolf on Wall Street, yeah. Um Dude, uh so but anyway, so for that couch incident, they said that uh it was it made they made him look crazy. Like this was it, they said it was just the perfect storm because the internet had just come up. Like so, it got circulated like crazy. No oh, one, people started. Editing no, no one could predict. Yeah, no one could predict that kind of storm. But uh, they're saying that he was in the audience. Oprah's audience is all women, and they were like cheered him on to do it. Like it didn't come out of nowhere. Like he would stand on the couch, and then they just keep cheering, and of he course. got he got like egged on by the like it wasn't crazy in the moment because it's like, but it's just the way they cut it, and then the way people saw it, it's. That's what's scary about reality TV, man, is if you say a soundbite or something, they can edit that and use that in whatever <laughs> way that they want. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, to- Top Gun 2 is coming out. Will you see that? Yeah, I'll probably see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that will be pretty dope. Dude, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, fame, baby. It's there. Do we- is Emily Blunt good in that movie? I think she's hottie. She's great, man. She's a little hottie. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I always think about, I hear movies take longer to shoot scenes. Is that true from your experience? Because they take longer. I like her TV is more fast paced. I've never been on a movie set though. So I don't know. I've never been on, uh, I've never been on a T. Well, I, okay. I have been on TV sets, but never, (laughs) I've been in the background of TV sets. (laughs) They do move much faster in TV. Uh, for film, I mean, and a lot of it too, because there's more camera movements involved. I was on uh, uh, on one set where it was kind of frustrating. I was doing a dramatic scene, and uh, the guy who was pulling focus was not. He kept like pulling it wrong. Like they were like slowly like like coming in, and he was supposed to be slowly adjusting the focus because everything's manual. Nothing is like automatic zoom when you're dealing with really nice cameras because it's they want to be you know super precise, and he kept messing up and like making it blurry and stuff. And we had to we had to keep running the scene. And, then and the, they the, they told you that there was he getting later. yelled at? Yeah, oh. he was getting yelled at <laughs> because because uh, they came up to us later. They're like, "You guys are doing fine. You're doing everything right. We're having an issue with our camera assistant on, on this one." And then it, they told us later. They're like, "He was messing up," and they fired him. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, they, they they fired him and he didn't work on the rest of the project because uh I guess he was wasting too much time. Yeah. Yeah, you you don't if you don't fit in the dude, that's always the thing I'm afraid of like just like getting a big role and just them being like he's not doing it right. Get him out of here. You hear about that? People get fired on set. Yeah, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> it would that would suck. Um would you consider doing like reality TV or anything like that? No. I hear it's career suicide. Yeah. I, I mean And I, also you don't get paid shit for what the 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 risk you take. 
Justin and I were just talking the the slight reality TV that we've done before yeah. on a court show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got paid fifty dollars cash, <laughs> and we still have people who call us or like Facebook us that they say, "Hey, I just saw you on a court show," and we're like. Oh my goodness! They're still <laughs> airing that. Yeah, oh, I'm not getting paid for that. Do you know what's going to be great though? Is if they keep airing it over the years, and then Justin is like on a sitcom or something, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "Isn't that guy from that sitcom? Why is he on this court show?" Dude, I had friends that thought I actually went to court for my thing. That's what's so stupid about those shows. <laughs> is everybody? I mean, everybody thinks they're real, and then they're like. Did Justin change his name? <laughs> it's like, really? Really, dude? Yeah. You're going to believe that? I don't know. I guess if you're never told that it's fake, why would you think that it's not real? That's true. Hollywood, it's all magic and shimmers. and <laughs> I don't know what that sound was. I guess so. We were talking about uh, Silicon Valley before. Uh, oh, break. yeah, dude. TJ Miller kills it in that show. Yeah, he's great, man. I, uh... I've met him a couple times. He's nice. He's super you, nice. He's done your improvised stand-up, right? Years ago. Years ago. I can't ag- get him to do it anymore. Uh, he always he was- respond. Him and his, his uh, assistant always responded to emails. He's just so busy, dude. And uh, I just like can't get him to do it anymore. Too big, Too man. Too busy. Shooting stuff. Shooting Silicon Valley and stuff. I mean, I can't. You know, yeah, I can't hate can't him. Can't blame him. I mean, he's working. That's cool. Am I gotta? But what am I, I gotta work on HBO or do a free show? Yeah, but would I yeah. love to have him back? Yes. Yeah, TJ, awesome. come on back. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, he's been killing on that show, dude. Dude, he's so good. He, uh, I didn't even know, dude. I didn't even know it was him. I was like, who is this guy? I was like, oh shit, that's TJ. He just, he, just dressed crazy. Well, yeah, he he put on some facial hair and put on some weight and grew his hair out. Yeah, yeah. I saw him recently. He was doing a show up, up at the comedy store, and uh, he slimmed back down a little bit and shaved his beard. And so that's actual weight. Yeah, that's actual weight that he put on for that that role. Uh, see, that's the thing. I don't know if I could ever do like put on a shitload of weight for a role. Well, it's all it's all in how you eat and if your metabolism will allow you to get that big. Yeah, you know what I mean, I wonder if. Well, I don't know. I think that if I ate the right things, I could maybe gain. A decent amount of weight, but I think it might be difficult for me. Like I'd have to strategically. Well, here's the thing: I did it. I gained a lot of weight when I was out here. It was not for a role. <laughs> it's yeah. just like working a. D- I just didn't have time to work out, and I was like, "Fuck what I eat." But dude, it makes you depressed. Gaining all that weight. Yeah. Eating like, I don't know something psychologically. So I'm like, would I want to do that again for no, a role? If I I start feeling disgusting, if I'm only eating canned stuff for a while. I'm just like, I just need lettuce or I need something like a fruit or some kind of good meat, like good meat, even if it's deli meat, just something outside of something canned and preserves and all that stuff. Yeah, dude, it's I I feel disgusting with myself all the time when I I don't know, just when I eat that stuff. Speaking of disgusting, saw some disgusting ladies this weekend do a burlesque show. Not (laughs) disgusting. They were they were great. Jeremiah hosted it. I did. Th- <laughs> <laughs> Here, let, let's go over what you you thought of uh, <laughs> of the show. So, so uh, I hosted this burlesque show at iOS, which is a very interesting um, place to do a uh, burlesque show. Um, but I was wondering what Justin thought because I had to to host it, and basically I brought them up. 
did four or five minutes of stand up, brought them up for another song, did four or five more minutes, and then brought them up for a closing song, basically. What I thought was weird initially, you just came out and were just like, hey, who's excited? Blah, blah, blah. You didn't do any stand up. So I was like, oh, that sucks for Jeremiah. He's just like the little. Oh, yeah. They told me, they said for the intro, make it very quick. I was like, okay. Yeah, so you got out. I was like, oh, he's not going to do any stand-up. This will be easy. So then they watch a sexy song, <laughs> are like hooting and hollering, and then Jeremiah comes back on. And I was like, oh, he's in the hole. He hasn't even said anything. He is deep in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> you did good, though, man. Uh, did some crowd work. Oh, it was great. Uh, how did you feel up there? Because I, I, cause whenever I see people do stand-up, I just put myself in their shoes, and I'm just like, oh, I would not like to be doing that right now. Uh, here's the thing with, uh, with that show and, and hosting certain shows in particular is, uh, you just got to know that they're not, they weren't there to see me. And I clearly knew (laughs) that I was the commercial on between the TV show. (laughs) That's all I was. Oh, wow. Um, so I went into it with that mindset and, and also too, I've gotten comfortable with some comedians freak out and they start talking really fast or they never pause during their set because they're afraid of silence, any kind of silence. Oh uh, yeah. And they just keep talking. They're running through their jokes really quickly or whatever. I paused, you know, where all the punchlines and everything were supposed to go. And if something, there's a couple weird audience members that were in there and I would kind of like pause and let that awkward tension grow between me and that particular person or whatever. Didn't you say there was a like angry girl in the front row? There's a girl who wasn't necessarily angry, but she just like I I get it. I mean, I get it. I'm very used to it. I get girls or guys who just don't get me. <laughs> they just are like my weirdness exceeds what they want out of a comedian or whatever. And she, she was just freaked out by how weird I was. I like, love how you can just see that in the face. Just be like, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Well, you do enough shows, and you know, <laughs> you, you know which people are really I, I, I enjoying you people, and getting yeah. you. I can see when people are just confused sometimes. Well, they just got that blank stare. Like, oh yeah, they're I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, and I even said said uh, I, I addressed it one in one part of my set. I was like, uh, you guys are wondering why they chose me specifically <laughs> for this. Uh, uh, and it's and it's gotten weird in here, but uh, I know you know I know what's up. I know what's going on <laughs> in the room, and then, I mean that got. Whenever you address stuff like that, it gets laughs every time because yeah, because like, everyone oh, feels it or whatever. Oh, this guy's present. He knows what's going on. He knows <laughs> that it's a weird. And I address how weird the situation was that I'm doing stand up right after beautiful women are singing and dancing and taking their clothes off. And dude, then, one of those girls, they're all hot. The the. Filipino girl or whatever she was, I was like, "Damn, yeah, she was very pretty." It's like, ooh, yeah, oh boy. I, so <laughs> Maya, Maya later this weekend after I made the post and stuff, she's like, "You didn't tell me that you're doing a burlesque show." I was like, "I didn't." <laughs> I really thought I did, but I guess I didn't. And, and so immediately she's like, "He's trying to hide this from me." No, but her mom commented on, uh my facebook post which is sometimes i'm it's weird man sometimes having uh a girlfriend's mom like as your facebook friend is just kind of weird because she sees everything i post and she likes a lot of it 
or she'll comment on some stuff. And like I've got some teachers back from my private Christian grade school that will comment on stuff, and I'm just like, uh, this is kind of weird. Sometimes dude, I'll delete my, the comments. Dude, my stepmom will write stuff like, uh, love, love, love all my children, and they're the joy of my life. And she like tags me in it, and I'm like, all my friends see it, and I'm like, I, it's nice, but I, I can't be like, don't do this, because she's just trying to be loving. But yeah. in my head, I'm like. This is so weird. This is not how social media is. Like, you don't send these really heartfelt things to your children, I think, over social media. I think it's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of strange. My mom always, she's like, post photos of you and Maya on my wall. And I'm just like, (laughs) that's not how it works. I will email them to Janessa. I want other people to see. I was like, I put photos up. Just like, I throw them up. I don't, like, post them on. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. And then you don't want to hurt their feelings either. So, uh, yeah, that's the that's the tough part. Just like I don't know. I'm just my dad's on there, dude. It's also weird for a divorce parent that I got a divorce because I can't write something really nice about. I'm always nervous to write something really nice about my dad because my mom and my dad hate each other. Like for yesterday, I was I I, I had to take it down because I was like, my mom's gonna write something snarky. They've gotten in Facebook fights on the internet before. Like, do they know that other people can see it? Yeah, they don't. They don't give a shit, dude. My my something. My dad said something about. I'm so proud of you. I gave you my funny gene or something. And then my mom's like, "Yeah, the other genes he also probably gave you are uh, susceptible to drug abuse." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, Whoa. I had to take it down." I was like, "Hello, mom." <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy yeah <laughs> or she could have gone the other route that's the only thing he gave you <laughs> yeah, my mom my mom she fierce on facebook dude, she is she just she got the one-liners she said she she i i don't she's good at one-liners way better than me so well that's okay i mean we can't have it all as comedians <laughs> no i my my i think i definitely get my aggression from my mom my dad is very docile. Oh, okay. My mom is like, will get up in your face if she <laughs> thinks you wronged her. Yeah. I can, uh, yeah, as I've gotten to know you over the years, I've, I haven't really witnessed it because you and I, you and I have surprisingly, we've never really gotten into it for No, and usually reason. I don't with my friends because I'm more peace, but it's just people I don't know. That's yeah. where I'm just like, fuck this person. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here, brah. Uh... So I did uh the uh the uh so Jamar Neighbors did uh the roast battle on Tuesday at the comedy store. Mm-hmm. Have you been to a roast battle yet? No, I keep hearing I'm go I it's on Tuesdays? Yeah. Okay. I'll be there tonight, but I'll probably try and stop in tomorrow. I got to see it cuz I know all those guys. Yeah. So Jamar was battling against uh uh PDC Pete Cornacion and uh I was like Jamar's personal hype man for it where they do this thing where I like uh it's almost like a. Uh, it's it, it's very like live with the Apollo type with the reactions and very like uh, it's like huge like death it's a rowdy, jam. It's a rowdy it's crowd. Def, yeah, so it's like Death Jam reactions <laughs> Dude, out that, of like yeah, uh, those atmospheres are awesome. Yeah, so it's amazing. So there's a particular group that they're called the Negro Wave, <laughs> and it's just black guys and me in this. In this Negro wave, and sometimes Josh Adam Myers, uh, but uh, we just go nuts whenever it's like a good insult joke. It's basically two comedians going head to head. They're spitting jokes at each other, and if a joke lands really hard, then we're like, "Ah!" Oh. We do different stuff, 
Uh, so Jamar, uh, for this, he dressed in a leather vest with no shirt on underneath, jeans, boots, and like this baseball, this gangster baseball cap. And he rode in on my back for his entrance uh, to oh, the roast battle. And dude, the energy in the room was insane. <laughs> like I felt like it was like a real boxing event or something like us entering and i had on my boots my fubu jean shorts <laughs> i had a do- you got fubu jeans uh-huh. i had i had a, a do-rag on and a white tee oh uh, dude that's hilarious and so jamar pulls off this leather vest and now he's just shirtless and i have a spray bottle <laughs> and i'm just spraying him with water like on his chest and now he's just like glistening and flexing in front of the crowd and the crowd is going insane uh, that's so, awesome and then after uh, jokes, I want to make it even, uh, he uh, because I was like going crazy whenever his jokes were landing hard, but also during Pete C's, I did this one where Pete C landed this really good joke against Jamar, and I ran up there and I had confetti in my pocket <laughs> and I just threw it up in the air and started dancing like crazy, and the crowd just lost it because they're like, "This is insane, dude! You're just describing the show. I'm having a good time. Can't yeah. imagine seeing it." Oh, dude! And then and then what I did for uh, one of uh, another one of Pete's jokes because it went well, I uh, I pulled up. Uh, my shirt and on my shirt uh, the uh, on my back I had written uh, Jamar is Pete's bitch <laughs> and I was just dancing <laughs> and shaking my back and then <laughs> another gag I did was uh, I had caution tape when uh, and Jamar had this joke that landed really hard and I ran up there and me and three other guys pulled out caution tape around Jamar <laughs> and I was just like a crossing guard that was like you can't come through here. <laughs> So we like act out these little scenes or vignettes and dude, it's freaking fun. And the and the audience, some people have told me that they literally come for that. That they just come the just to see the reactions. The hype man's yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So it's funny. I I get comedians who come up to me who usually don't talk to me who they haven't seen my set maybe in a long time because I've been doing late night at the comedy store for a couple of years and they've just haven't seen me do sets and they're like, dude, that was funny. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thanks, man. Jeff Ross came up to me after uh, after it, we were talking. He's like, you and Jamar need your own show. I was like, oh, wow. Thanks. I was like, I'd love that. It always feels good getting daps, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. I'm glad you had a good weekend, Jeremiah. <laughs> what else? Uh, anything else happened with you? Dude, I just do Friday night, rare night off. I took it, watched the Kings game, got hammered oh yeah watch the kings win the championship it was great whole bar you know because we're in la whole bar singing we are the champions it was it, it was like one of the best nights i've had this year and it's like for i don't know it was just like good hanging out with like people like i was just it was just you know like energy in a room like just like yeah, pure euphoria good fun. yeah yeah so uh no that's all i did i uh yeah, I, I mean, I had shows, fine, fine shows, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. Getting better, you know, you just trucking along, choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. I, I did that character in Ventura on Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah. I ended yeah. up doing it. I had How, to, uh, uh, they, they had to rinse out uh, Corona and Pacifico bottles, because that's <laughs> a couple of the sponsors of this, and I had to drink <laughs> out of those uh Oh, were they bottles. like, will you drink this? 
Yeah. Are, yeah. And, and he knew that I didn't drink the guy who I was working with. And he's like, uh, yeah, we'll just like get some apple juice or some tea in there. And that's what they did. They watered down some tea for the Corona and the Pacifica. You can't, you can't tell what it looks like. Yeah. In a brown bottle. In the bottle. That's well, cause I, f- I think in most shoots like that, that's what they do anyway. Cause they don't want their actors drunk on set. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that was a good character. You got, you got it. Maybe we'll see this online, or yeah. do, you, do I uh, got to go to the fair? <laughs> no, I think they'll put up a promo. We shot a promo for it, but uh, the character... What's up? My name's Chad Stryker. Come on down to Ventura, <laughs> August 23rd and 24th, for the biggest cornhole tournament on the West Coast. <laughs> the Throwdown. There's $3,000 on the line, bro, and Chad Stryker's going to win it, so why even show up? That kind of thing. Wow. Well, that got aggressive. Oh, he's very aggressive. <laughs> Chad Stryker, dude. Chad Stryker. Uh, sweet, dude. Well, this is a good podcast. Did you have fun, Jeremiah? I did. Did you, Justin? I did. Did you want to plug anything, my little friend? <sighs> yes. Uh, please go to YouTube.com slash Jeremiah Watkins. And uh, we've got over 320,000 subscribers. I would love for some of those subscribers to transfer <laughs> over to YouTube. That would be great. YouTube.com slash Jeremiah Watkins. I put out a new sketch today. It's called Guitar Psychiatrist. With it's Pat funny. Reagan, uh, Jeff Amaral, and Lucas Hurl. Uh, I really like this one. Or uh, you can go to JeremiahWatkins.tv for uh, sketches and uh, other videos. And and uh, Twitter is at Jeremiah Standup. So hit hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, hit me up at Justin Alexio on Twitter. Website finally is getting developed, guys. I'll have that URL for you probably in like three weeks. Yeah. Finally paying somebody to do it. Is Gen excited? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Do you want to... Do you want to... Uh, uh, my my sentence. I didn't come up with one, but uh, do you want me to come up with one? Yeah, this week? dude. Why don't we switch it up this week? Okay, this week, uh, guys, have an awesome week. Love your friends, and good things are on the horizon. Dude, that sucked. But it was very encouraging. <laughs>